Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday night. It's all in with John and Ben. Stand by your beds. Welcome to my party. We're just getting started. A life is a dream or a nightmare scarring. Hand me a drink because I think I'm going all in. Get me a shrink. Who can catch me when I'm falling? Cover up my scars. Flip the handlebars. Crashing in my car. Wake up in a bar. I'll be a superstar. Just like my avatar. This world is so bizarre. Empty out the reservoir. Yeah. I'm taking six shots. Yeah, straight to the face. And I want to get lost. I'm sick of this place. Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way. So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay. I think I'm going crazy. Don't think so I'm taking six shots all straight to the face I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me? I'm taking six shots, yeah, straight to the face And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay I think I'm going crazy Don't think I'll get on stage So I'm taking six shots all straight to the face I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me? Sometimes you need to let loose, grab juice, get goose, tattoos, taboos, get screwed. Loosen up, buttercup, all those hate comments will never make you feel enough. We're all adequate graduates, hearts full of calluses, but we know calculus. Damn, ain't that fabulous. Can't wait to apply all those mathematicus. But we can't get a job that pays us enough. I'm about to pop up. We all know that we never really want a boss So I'ma do what I want to Something I can't undo Yeah, I'ma do what I want to Something I can't undo I'm taking six shots, yeah, straight to the face And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay I think I'm going crazy Don't think I'll get on safe So I'm taking six shots all straight to the face I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me? I'm taking six shots, yeah, straight to the face And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay I think I'm going crazy Don't think I'll get on I'm taking six shots all straight to the face. I'm taking six shots. Are you coming with me? Hello. What's up, Ben? <laughs> Don't tell me you froze. What a way to start the show. Hello, Ben. I don't... What happened there? You've been freezing quite a bit. You fucked up. You weren't on 5G, were you? Yeah, you weren't on 5G. I asked I fucking asked you, and you said you were, and you weren't. What are you? Yeah. Yeah, and if I put two slices of bread either side of your head, you'd be... Oh, fuck. 
Oh, God. Can you hear me now? Yeah, they can hear you now. So yeah, now, I, now he is moving and you can hear him. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't hear anything I said, which means it was oh, all John's fault. It's not. He was <laughs> he wasn't on 5G. Uh, I am now. <laughs> you fucking tosspot. Especially after me asking you. I didn't check. He just not... spoils it. He spoils it every time. He just does it deliberately to get my blood pressure. Would not be a Chasing Descent live show without technical difficulties, should I, John. Should I just... I, I just want to know if I should get the blood pressure machine out and check my blood pressure after that. <laughs> I think you should get a hat. Yeah, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? I'm going to have to get a haircut, aren't I? Would you... Uh... I just washed it as well. Yeah, me too. I just Normally after off. I washed it, it lies down nicely. Uh, my, 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 this is my hair just out the bathroom with a hairdryer. Lies down quite nicely, I'd say. Yeah, lovely. You I mean, you've got nothing. Again. No, not yet. It's very black. I know. I've got to dye it again. I'm going to dye it again tomorrow, actually. That's the plan. <laughs> Vaughn says, it's probably better we can't hear him. You're probably correct, Vaughn. Good evening. Well, if I'm, Cheers, if I'm going away... I'm just saying, if I'm going away next week and I'm making a ton of videos for the other channel, I need to look my best, don't I? So I better die again. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? Speaking of videos for the other channel, one will be coming out in the next day or two. Uh, my review of Cocaine Bear, John. <laughs> yeah, and <clears throat> I, I haven't heard a lot from you, um, but from what I have heard... It's a little bit mixed because I think you seem to like the overall movie or you felt there was promise there, but mm -hmm. didn't quite deliver. I'll give you a little bit of a brief rundown, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you everything. Uh, you don't need to give as much, um, because I think you want to you there's somebody in particular you don't like about it. Yeah, well I think the cast carried the movie. Absolutely yeah, right. the cast carried the Who movie. Who are the cast? Anyone we know? Uh well Ray Liotta starred in it. It's one of his last films before he died. Um, from and, what? Uh, Cocaine overdose? I'm not sure what he died. Didn't, didn't, he, didn't he die whilst filming a? Didn't he die whilst filming a flick as well? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I think he did. Um, but but yeah, it's one of his last flicks before he died. Um, I, I'm I'm not even Frankie wants to know why I'm wearing a busboy hat. This Tower is, of Terror hat. It's my bellhop hat, not a busboy hat. Bellhop bellboy hat. I like my hat, but but no, it it was the CGI was actually better than a Marvel movie, which I will say is it's quite impressive. I mean, Marvel movie CGI is a bit shite at the moment. I know that, but well, I it, remember going to see the Eternals. <laughs> you poor bastard! The only reason <laughs> I stayed awake was because the first movie I'd gone to the cinema and during lockdown. Because I was in Sweden. You're in Sweden, yeah, and you had just a normal cinema experience, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, so, but, um, but it wasn't a great movie. No, it's not a great movie. And, and then and, we went to see Carnage, and that was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Car Crash, more like it. That's probably yeah. one of the worst movies I've seen. So I also think one of the other good things going for Cocaine Bear is it's only 95 minutes long. Right? It's not a long movie by any stretch of standard. It just about makes the feature film time length, just over 90 minutes. And, you know, for a story like this, that's all you really need. Yeah. You don't need a convoluted, drawn-out script and story. The violence, the gratuitous violence begins within the first two minutes. 
it's yeah. straight into it. Okay. Right. I will yeah. say that, but but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it here. I will spoil it in tomorrow's video over on the Swamp Adventures if anybody wants to go over there and take a look. But I'm not gonna spoil it here. Um, it, it's a middling movie for me. Uh, if it'd been longer, I don't think I would have been happy spending my time with it. But it, but who you know, don't you like? I don't like the director. I don't think she should be directing movies. It's an actress what? called Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, what does she do that doesn't float your boat? She just she can't tell a story. Oh. And and some of the scenes are just sort of you get to the point where you're bored. And that's on the director. That's not on that's not on the actors, because the actors are carrying the movie. I mean Alden Ehrenreich carries a lot of the movie. No, I don't think so, because, you know, also ultimately editorial decisions are greenlit by the director, right? Most for the most part, especially for a smaller movie like this, for a major studio movie like a Marvel movie, you've probably got someone like Kevin Feige, who's the head of the studio, approving the edit. But for movies like this, still the director has ultimate and final say for the most part. You know, not a massive budget and stuff like that, but I'm just just saying it wasn't it wasn't amazing. It was funny. And the cast carried it, and and I think the real standouts were Ray Liotta and Old Nerenreich. So, uh, and they played father and son as well in this movie. So, uh, yeah, very good standouts. But but it was it was it was funny. It had its moments. If it had been any longer, I don't think I'd have been happy with it. So that's what I'm going to say for now. Okay. Okay. That's what I. I, I oh yeah. So it's um it's Friday night, and it's been quite a busy week. Mm. Um. Although I thought Ukraine went very quiet. Well, Ukraine has gone very quiet because, you know, at the end of the day, we're getting to that point now, aren't we, where nothing but a peace deal is probably on the table. Well, we'll get... <laughs> There's a bit... I've, as you know, I've been doing a lot of digging into Ukraine because I'm, I'm two-thirds of the way through my video. Um, mm -hmm. And... Yeah, there's um, there's a little bit of an update that I'll give you on Ukraine. Um, I'm not quite sure when to slip it in. Just slip it in now. You might as well segue there. Come on. Okay, Come on. well, let's go. Let's go out the gate, baby. Let's, let's go to Ukraine. So, um, Bakhmut, mm -hmm. which will shortly be renamed to its Russian name, um, okay. is about to fall. Apparently, Ukraine... What's that? Bakhmutsky? No, no. I think it's something like black something or something like that but anyway I, i'm not quite sure I, I, names are really inconsequential but there's <clears throat> so it's about to fall um apparently the ukrainian army have decided to pull out yeah um earlier on today they said that russia had been blowing up bridges and now they're saying it's ukraine that's been blowing up the bridges oh who gives a shit who did it bridges are being blown the up bridges are blown up yeah there's one road left, and they're using it to leave. Um, so we are leaving, comrades. <laughs> yeah. So this is the fortress that would never be undefended. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so that's fallen, or it's about to fall. Solidar's already fallen. Um, the Russian advance is getting faster because there isn't so many defences anymore. Uh, right. NATO Secretary General has said mm -hmm. that uh, Ukraine will run out of artillery ammunition in the summer. Yeah. And NATO cannot resupply them because they do not have the ammo. Oh, oh interesting. 
And well, when that happens, Ukraine's dead. Time for peace talks. Well, yeah. <laughs> they might even they might come sooner than that because yeah, um, Intel has um, and and the, everything's an informed guess really because you're getting it from people on the ground who are pro-Ukrainian and then pro-Russian and. You know, they're, they're usually foreigners who are feeding it out to us. So it, it's all a kind of informed guess, right? But uh-huh. Colonel McGregor reckons that... He reckoned that 25,000 Russians had been killed. Yeah. And apparently he's being told that's way too high. Okay. Right. So, um, but he's estimating that four to 500,000 Ukrainian soldiers are dead. Apparently that's not far off the figure. Out of an army that only started with 600,000. And this, you can see this actually, when you do some digging and and, and grubbing about, you see the um, you see the Ukrainian guys getting lifted off the street and pressed into yeah. service. Kids, old people, women. Yeah. Um, now, they all get a green band, right? Because they are raw troops. Um, so they all get a green band, and they've been thrown into Bakhmut, into the city, because it's easier to defend a city than it is to... And, and you'll know this from Fortnite. <laughs> it's easier to defend a small town than it is to defend um, when you're out in the open, right? Yeah. So they put the experienced troops out in the open. These are the guys with the blue and yellow flashes. So the guys with the green tape are, um, are the... the um, the raw ones. And their life expectancy when they hit the front line in Bakhmut is now four hours. If you thought that your life expectancy when hitting the front line would be four hours, would you not think of self-preservation, John? Yes, I would. I would. But yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, if they turn around and go the other way, they're likely to get shot. So they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's the situation there, right? Um, so it's looking like it's looking like there's a big problem now, and that NATO's kind of starting to lose the will. Because well, yeah, well, Germany, as we have, we've talked about it a number of occasions, Germany's pissed off, right? Schultz is going to lose his job if he doesn't start doing what the people think because they're still having these massive protests in Berlin. Mm-hmm. So Germany is pissed off. Germany doesn't want to be at war with Russia. Yep. Um, Germany wants gas. Yep. And hasn't got any. Uh, France is getting pissed off and Macron's position is looking a bit tenuous. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Um, I think Sweden and Finland... Aren't quite as um, aren't quite as gung ho about joining NATO as they once were. <laughs> so the only ones left that are really pushing it for NATO is the UK yeah. and Norway. Yep. yep. And of obviously America, but America's getting to the point now that they're starting to think, how do we backtrack this? Because they even started the Washington Post kind of backtracking it, didn't they? They started to walk it back a little. Well, I'll tell you how they walk it back a little. The way that they always do at some point, they'll just stop talking about it. 
Well, see, this right. is what they do. Yeah, I know. And the problem is, the problem is, they're now going to have to seek a negotiated settlement, right? Because if they don't, mm-hmm. and 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 let's be fair, Putin's told us exactly. Over the last twenty years, he's told us exactly what we're going to do. What he's going to do, he's always told us. He's told mm-hmm. us he won't tolerate it, and he he told mm-hmm. us for twenty years he wouldn't tolerate it, and eventually he took action, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't say it was a surprise. Right? No, it was not a surprise, especially when Ukraine started shelling the Donbass and up the ante yeah. before Christmas, and then quadrupled or tripled or ten times the ante in early February, mm-hmm. just before Putin moved in. So you cannot say it was a surprise that this happened, right? No. America think it was a surprise because they didn't think Putin had the guts to do it. <sighs> but remember, do you remember last year when I said to you, Biden's just given Putin the go-ahead? Do you yes. remember that? When Biden yes. said... Even if Putin did go in, we, if it was a minor incursion, remember he said that. If it, it was, was a, you know, if it was a little invasion. If it was a, a, a little minor incursion, it, it would probably be one. okay. But that's, okay exa- but that's exactly what Putin did. That was a fairly minor incursion, right? Yeah, yeah. They went in fast, they went in hard, they, they got a fair bit of ground, and then they yeah. stopped. And then they went to the negotiating table, remember? Uh-huh. And and they had a deal. And then inked. Boris Johnson turned up. They had a deal inked and ready to sign. And fucking Bojo the clown turned up. And the next thing you know, it's all gone. It's all gone. And Zelensky's no right. And then it they just start feeding it, and you know the the thing keeps going. And as Frankie says, says in the chat, the meat grinder. It's become the meat grinder. And uh, well, it has now because. See, what, I mean, initially people thought you, Russia's a shit army because they get pushed back quite quickly after that. But you yeah. got to remember, Russia were never ready to do what they then suddenly had asked of them. No. Because the, the whole thing was, and, and Putin probably went against his military commanders when, I, I'm pretty sure he told them, go in soft, don't cause a lot of damage, don't, don't get a lot of collateral damage and try and not kill any civilians, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what they did because there wasn't a lot of damage at the start. I mean, like Frankie says in the chat, even China are calling for a peace deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but China, I mean, China, China's always got something. On it. I mean, they, they, they are playing 4D chess when we are playing checkers. Yeah, but I mean, China are playing 4D chess with the entire world, and it's called the Belt and Road Initiative. Mm-hmm. That is their 4D chess, right? And people need to see it. They have literally steamrolled their way across Africa, taking control of ports, of industry, of cities in some cases, yep, yep. And, and basically colonized them, right? <laughs> so anyway, as I was saying, so what Putin's done is he's told us what he's going to do. And what yeah. he, what and and people are going on about if he keep you know Zelensky's going on about if he keeps going you'll need to send your American sons and daughters to go and fight, you know because it will be for NATO. No, Putin's told us exactly what he's going to do. He's going yeah. to move into Ukraine, and push as far as he as far as he needs to to make sure that the weapons that they have, the long range weapons that they have, can't reach Russia, right? Mm-hmm. And that's those high Mars things. 
which have a range of 150 kilometers. So he's going to mm. push at least 150 kilometers from the borders of Donbass, I would say. Yeah. So that's what he's going to do. And I'm pretty sure he'll do that and then he'll stop, right? Yeah. And, and if and they don't he, like it, tough shit. That's what he'll do. And he'll yeah, stop well, and then he'll try and negotiate peace. But there's a couple of things that have happened along the way. He will have completely destroyed the Ukrainian army. There will be nothing uh -huh. left, right? And Zelensky's regime will not be able to function if Zelensky is still alive. Yeah, and I mean, and yeah, I, I actually feel a little bit sorry for Zelensky because Zelensky, after all is said and done, is nothing but an actor. He's a puppet, yeah. yeah, and he's a puppet for America, and he's just had an. And, well, and he, Boris a is a puppet, puppet for, for West, America, right? He's a Bo puppet for the West in general. I'd Boris say. is like his handler. Yeah. And it's quite embarrassing when you look at it because we're just getting played for fucking stooges. I mean, even since Boris Johnson has left his position as Prime Minister, he's been over to see him, hasn't he? He's been over there. Um, mm -hmm. it, he he's, like, he's treated like royalty over there. Yeah, I know. I mean, has Richland been? I think Richland... Well, she has. So Zelensky came here last week. No, he's been there now. Yeah. Hello there, United Kingdom Parliament. I need your weapons. But yeah, I, I need mean, your planes. I so, need your sons and daughters. I mean... So that's that's what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically NATO stroke Germany stroke France stroke Britain stroke UK uh, USA are going to have to turn around and go yeah we were wrong fucking sign the dotted line Shalini says apparently Bojo is getting a job in the UN or something Secretary General NATO yeah, second. That's that's what that's that's the rumor, isn't it? That, that Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson will become the yeah. Secretary General of NATO. If NATO lasts long enough. Yeah, but what 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 kind of combat experience does Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson have? None. So what what qualifies Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson to be in that position? Well, let me ask you this. Right. The current Secretary General of NATO, mm. the Norwegian guy. Mm -hmm. What combat experience has he got? None. You tell me. What, quali what qualifies these people to be oh, he's a general? general I mean, at least the guy's a general, right? But yeah, I can't remember any wars Norway's been in recently. Do you know what I? I'm I'm completely indifferent to NATO existing, right? Because, like you like you say, it's probably not going to exist in, in in its current form at the very least. For much longer, especially with Germany pissed that the US blew up their pipeline. You know, it was it was just as much Germany's and, pipeline as it was Russia's. Yeah, and you know that, you know that. Um, I don't know. Well, you know that Britain was supposed to take over the rapid reaction force this year. Yeah, and that's been quote unquote delayed, right? Yeah, it's been delayed for a year. <laughs> Why? Because NATO don't think Britain are up to the job. You know what? I, I'm. And you're probably right. I was going to say, this is one of them rare instances where I'm not going to disagree with NATO. <laughs> and as, as, you know, I don't mean to disparage my own country, but at the same time, our army is a bit shocking at the moment, isn't it? Five days worth. John. John. Ben. When I joined the army, I didn't know whether or not I'd be allowed to cry. <laughs> well, you better get the bucket ready, because guess what's just happened? 
What's that? Well, let me take you back to 2016. Okay, you're taking me back to before the financial crash. Yeah. We're going back away. So in 2016, mm -hmm. Britain and a country called Argentina made a mm -hmm. pact. Yes. And that pact was basically an agreement to disagree about the status of the Falkland Islands. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, in the interest of just getting on, right, mm -hmm. you say they're yours and we say they belong to Argentina and we'll just disagree about it. But and we'll just leave the status quo in place. And yeah, nobody will do anything. Yeah. Argentina's just ended the pact. Oh. <laughs> They've just said, well, actually, maybe the island needs to decide who the rules should be. No, uh, John, at this point, John, 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 John. Yeah. I was thinking about joining the army, but I didn't know if I'd be able to stop during the theatre of water prey. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll even give you a lube in case somebody comes along. And... But anyway, um, while, while your butt's in the air. But anyway. Um, so what did I say like two weeks ago? I know. Did I not say if Argentina has a go at the Falkland Islands, there's nothing we could do to stop them? Yep. Is this my fault? Maybe. <laughs> you need to go and look at the podcast and see yeah. how many people are downloading it in Argentina. No. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, you can indeed, if you can't come to watch this show, you, you, you've got a shitty YouTube connection or something, you can find us at Chasing Descent on anywhere you get your podcast, basically. So you can get these shows on podcast form as well. And uh, so if you've got friends that don't have time but want to listen to it while they're on a bike ride or on a run or something, you know, tell them. Tell them, go find Chasing Descent on all your podcast platforms and you can get these shows uh, put out as podcasts. John sits there and lovingly produces the podcast uh, every, every other day, don't you, John? Yeah, I do. I do. I put one out this morning. So right, that's dedication, um, boys and girls. Dedication. Uh, don't, don't be mistaken, Tony. The Rapid Reaction Force still exists. It was just Britain's turn to take it over and run it. So that's been delayed by a year. It's staying with Germany for the next year. John. Now, John, Germany's only got John, three days worth of ammunition. John. John. Ben. I wanted to join the army, but I didn't want them to know I was gay. <laughs> that's okay. Gay people are more than happy, more than welcome to be in the army now. I mean, I'm not disparaging gay people. I'm not disparaging people who pray or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, this is the recruitment drive, the public face of the British Army right now. Do you think people like Argentina are looking at this and smelling blood in the water? Yeah, well, right. It's like, as you say, right, it's like a, it's like a school of sharks circling, isn't it? Yes. They can sense the fear. They can sense I mean, the weakness. We've done this. You look at China's bloody army adverts. It's Call of Duty. It's bloody Call of Duty. <laughs> that's, that's, right? You look it at is Russia, Call of Duty. You look at Russia's army adverts and you think, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Then you look at our bloody army adverts. It's like, I didn't know whether or not it was it was acceptable to be woke and PC in the army. Turns out that's all they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, that's what we've got. Uh, the... You need to go and look at our 
would what what's the video called? Something about I, you want them having your back or something like that. But I don't remember. Link it in this afterwards. I'll see if I can find it and put it in the yeah the um what'd you call it? What'd you call yeah. it? Description. In the description. It can go in the description <laughs> after yeah. the fact, yeah. Lots of lesbian ladies play golf as well, apparently. And not just in the army. It's just uh, Adam says there's a lot of lesbian ladies in the army. Yeah, well, I imagine there are a bunch of straight ladies in the army as well. But, you know, uh, I don't care. This is not a show that has ever cared about the sexual orientation of anybody watching it. We don't care. We're not disparaging their sexual preference. What we're disparaging is the army's ability to go and fight an actual war. Yeah, when when they're literally pandering to all of this sort of woke agenda. You know, and I and I hate to use the term. I really do because I feel like we're sinking to the levels of other channels when saying stuff like that, and people who who use this for you know clout or whatever. But at the same time, it is what it is. When you look at those recruitment adverts, it is ridiculous. And the the recruitment adverts used to be way better. They they were never on the level of say China or Russia, but they'd be like. Travelling in a plane and then jumping out in your parachute and yeah. landing and stuff like that. I remember the Marines coming out of the swamp and things like that. Yeah. Oh, that's... Bla- oh, they were blacked up, weren't they? Is that allowed? Can you can you still do that? Well, Morris dancers <laughs> still happen. <laughs> and I'm telling you, they black up. <laughs> they black up but, to... You know what, Shalini? See if you're wielding... A high velocity rifle. I don't think mm-hmm. it matters what size you are. <laughs> but yeah, well, no, especially if you're building that high velocity rifle, putting your eye to it and not having the bump stock on your shoulder. Yeah, well, uh, no, that, yeah. might, that <laughs> might make a difference. But if you're holding it properly and um, shooting accurately, then I don't think it really matters what size you are. In fact, no, there might be an advantage to be small, smaller target. I would like to give a little update, uh, actually, on our dear friend, Ed the Techie. I've been speaking to him today. Who's in uh, Egypt? He, was, he is in Egypt. He is in Egypt diving for the next two weeks. So uh, he was supposed to be preparing the Jack the Ripper show, but I think that might be on the back burner for a minute. Yeah, he was He, he was a potential to co-host as well, but apparently yeah. that's, that's out of the window because the, the internet is appalling. I want to address that, actually, because I'm going to announce today's uh, next Friday's co-host. Trudy has asked who is replacing me next Friday, right? And it's AI Biden. <laughs> I, was, I was actually thinking, along with the other potential, but I was thinking I might ask the wife. Ooh. Do you know what? I approve that. <laughs> this message has been endorsed by Ben. <laughs> it, it has because she's she's been on before. Yeah, and she did yeah. a fantastic job. I mean, I was we were kind of interviewing her, mm-hmm. and it was she was kind of on the spot. But yeah, you know, you should you should ask the wife, especially if I give her a drink. Yeah, Cellini says that would be great. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I endorse. I endorse that. I am. I. I am. I one hundred percent approve that as a as a replacement. Because you know, at the end of the day, I've got to approve whoever's going to replace me. <laughs> right. Um, so, because I want you to have quality. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely, old bean. Um, right. So the US were all up in arms as well, weren't mm-hmm. they? Because um, they they they're not happy about um, Xi Xi Jinping. Who was talking? Why are you not happy about me now, John? 
Because they were going to, you were going to supply some arms to Vlad. No, no, no. You got it out wrong. I was just going to supply him barrels upon barrels upon barrels of honey. Pure, <laughs> pure honey. <laughs> so anyway, so the US, you know, Team America, World Police. And you know what? I'd love the, I'd love America, right? Right. I hate their federal government. I, do you know what? I, I'm I'm on the same... I, I mean, for, for purposes of the fact that that's where I probably want to live out the rest of my life in a few years' time, uh, don't hate you that much. Yeah, but... <laughs> but they they fucking... They they think they own the world. Yeah, they do. They do think they own the yeah, world. They go, then, nuts. they go nuts over China, apparently going to supply some drones to Russia, right? Yeah. But do you know how many countries America is currently supplying arms to? That's probably a great, great many. Saudi Arabia. 65 fucking countries. <laughs> 65. I know because I went and looked. <laughs> <sighs> Pot. Kettle. Doesn't even come into it. No, you're right, you're right. Adam says, is that Pooh movie out yet, Blood and Honey? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. The very, very extremely low-budget public domain Winnie the Pooh horror movie has indeed been released. I haven't watched it uh, because uh, I can't be asked to go and find a copy of it. But yeah, it's out. John. <clears throat> ben. Can we move off of war? We can move. I tell you what, we will move briefly to right. First of all, because I have right. the line here: "Ghee, mm. ghee, is the soup Nazi to Or Orban's Elaine." Do you get the reference? No, I can't say I do. You ever seen Seinfeld? Not for a very, very long yeah. time. I'm just wondering. Just wondering. So. So Giverstad has um, has said that Viktor Orban needs to shut up and stop talking because um, he keeps objecting to Finland and Sweden's entry into NATO. And therefore, he should no longer be allowed to speak about it and should have his vote taken off him. Oh, well, because this is a like, NATO country this is telling another NATO country... What? This is Guy for Hofstadt. Yeah, yeah. Gee. Right. Gee. No, we call him Guy on this channel. Gee. <laughs> Guy. Yeah, I've got to call him Gee. I've got it. But anyway, yeah, so this is this is fucking Verhofstadt saying that they should take the vote off of Turkey mm -hmm. because he keeps vetoing Finland and Sweden's entry. Oh holy hell. That's that, you know, I, I don't agree with what that guy's got to say, so I shall fucking erase him from social media. I shall erase his vote from you know the the chamber of NATO or whatever. You know he shall not be allowed to speak. That's and that's pretty much what's happened for the last three years for people like us. So Frankie asks, "What was wrong with the Died Suddenly movie, guys?" And I'm going to tell you straight up, I didn't watch it. I've watched right? it. You've watched Died Suddenly. What the the one with John Bowen? No, that's safe and effective. Oh. I'm going to tell you why I didn't watch Die, okay. Die Suddenly. Who's right? in Die Suddenly? Who did that? 
I'm going to tell you why. There's two. There's a two-word reason I didn't watch Died Suddenly. That's Stu Peters. Oh, geez, did Stu Peters make it? Mm. Stu Peters is on the list. Mm. What I've got here is I think I did watch this because it did go on about. You know that is it, is Hydra not part of Marvel or D, is that DC? Yeah, uh, that's part of Marvel. Right. Okay. So anyway, it went on about things like that, didn't it? But anyway, Stu Peters is down here on the list as Stu. Comma, Alex, close comma, <laughs> Peters. So, uh, it should be called Stu hyphen Pid Peters. It's. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I, at I, the end I, of the day, I, I, people I might not like me saying this about him. People might not like me saying this about him. But, it, you know, if you want the definition of grifter, right? You want the definition of grifter? Stu Peters, the ex-bounty hunter who popped up out of nowhere with obviously financial backing, a nice studio and things like that, and then him constantly inviting people on the show to say things like there are hydras in the you-know-what. Right? And saying this, oh my God, this is absolutely factual and amazing, and it's so scary. Shut up. Please, shut up. Because, yes, whilst there's a... Whilst there's um uh the man is just ridiculous and did you lose just, your train of thought there old bean yeah I, I i lost i lost my train of thought because i needed to stop talking before platforms started uh you know oh, right okay stoopy is is um honestly honestly i i i i just can't with that man he okay. is he is the type of person that if, if you wanted to go down the conspiracy, right? If you want to go, let's indulge me and come down a rabbit hole with me for a minute. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So if you want to say that there are people that are purposely saying things to, that are so outrageous that when people believe them, they are instantly discredited in any way. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Stu Peters. Um, I, I feel like if, if there was a definition of quote-unquote controlled opposition, someone put in place to make people look really, really, really ridiculous, that's Stu Peters. And that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, um, either good. that or he really is Stu-Pid. Yeah. I just... I... I find some of the stuff he comes out with is a bit outrageous. Well, yeah, because let's face it, and I'm going to try and going to try and you know try and say this delicately, but there are things wrong with the thing, and there are people dying because of the thing, right? And I, I think we all you. well, well, we've got death certificates to prove it in this country. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was one or two. Yeah, okay. yeah. There are people dying because of the thing. Okay. And um, to just keep outlandishly saying it's this, that, it's the other, it's hydras, it's all of that, takes away from the real problem, from the real issue, and from the real reason, and it takes away from any legitimate investigation being able to be conducted because then you get these sorts of people calling for an investigation and people go that person who's already said there's definitely hydras there wants to do an investigation 
Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I do, I do. And so, and so it, it, it falls upon, I think, people like us and other people that sit in the middle to turn around and call out any side of any debate because we need to bring it back to rationality. We need to bring it back to reason. And reason says that when people say that there is a problem with the thing, they've probably got a point. Right. And also we want to see the same outcome. We want to see an investigation and we want to see consequences where, where necessary. But But how are you going to get that if you get this? Yeah. Well, do you not think sometimes there actually is such a thing as controlled opposition? Yes. And, you know, the more the more ridiculous you make them, the easier it is to target everyone with the same brush. I mean, look at the things that people get called now just for saying something fairly innocuous, right? Mm-hmm. Look at that k- k- clown, <laughs> Gay Burley, right? Yeah. Look at her scene. You know, why would you give this information to a vaccine denier? Oh no, it was a COVID lockdown. Sorry, denier. a COVID lockdown denier, right? What? What's a COVID lockdown denier? I mean, it's someone that Kay Burley doesn't like, and and I would actually say it's Kay Burley because uh, during a COVID lockdown, she denied there was one when party they had a party on. and party got on. suspended for six months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Party I'd on. say she was more of a COVID lockdown denier than most. But yeah, I I I loathe I loathe and detest these labels. Like, see, as soon as you use the word denier, and you my, are trying to evoke, you know what? Well, as soon as you use the word denier in my in my book, as soon as you use that word, you're evoking religion. Well, maybe That's not a, just you're now into a belief system. It's not science; it's a mm-hmm. belief system. If somebody's a denier. It's a belief system. Yeah. Because science can always and always should be questioned. Because science you... is never, ever settled. Correct, correct. And did you know, if, if we went sensational, if this show went sensational, mm-hmm. like Stu Peters, for example, there would be far more than 11 people watching right now. Yeah, yeah, there would, yeah. And do you, do you know what? I'm comfortable with the audience that we have Right. And that's because that's because I'm not. Well, I would like more, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Tony's right. But I'm, Tony's but right I'm, in the chat there. Yeah, he is. Um, but what I'm saying is that trying to rationalize everything and trying to ask for a higher standard of evidence when it comes to a lot of these things is is the right path, I think, to go down to move society forwards. And yeah, I, 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 th- I think you're right, and it's like, it's like we we deal with really tough issues at times. We and do. Then, you remember we lost we lost a few subs a couple of weeks ago after we the did. Sonia Poulton thing. We did with my spat, and and I stand with what I said because I never ever came out in support of anyone. What I said no, was, if you want to change how you deal with these people, then you need to change the law. Uh-huh. And if you want to live within a lawful society, that's what you've got to do. If you don't want to live within a lawful society, that's fine. You go and do what you need to do, right? Nobody, yeah. I'm not I'm not asking you to do or not do anything. You make yeah. up your own mind. 
I would like to speak to Tony's point in the chat. He says, yep, it's to shut down debate because the person crying denier has no yeah. argument. And what I'm going to say here, and I don't know if he's on your list, and if he is, we're going to bring him forward to now, is the perfect example to that was the People's Question Time today in London with Sadiq Khan. Okay? Do you, do you know about this? <laughs> go on, go on. So, is this about remember, stuff? so the, U, the ULES is being mm. expanded, yeah. right? Yeah. He did a public inquiry, and it was overwhelmingly against the ULES expansion. He lied about the results. Well, no, no. He not only did he lie about the results; it now transpires he purchased all of the cameras before he even did the public inquiry. Okay. So it doesn't matter what the results were going to be; Foregone it was conclusion. happening. Yeah. Foregone conclusion, but. He sat there today and, and he said to the crowd, if you are against my ULES expansion, you are standing with the far right, with COVID deniers and with vaccine deniers. But, uh, uh, see, these That's what he just... said, those exact words. That, he's a cunt. I think that that today, right, I, I, I think many things before it, obviously, but I think that today should signal the end of his position as mayor. His position is no longer tenable. He's calling London citizens who are do, do, poor people who do not want to be taxed into poverty, far-right COVID and vaccine deniers because they don't want to be taxed into poverty. Yeah. His position oh, yeah. is untenable. He needs yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah, he does need to go. But vote him out. Try and vote him out. I don't think votes uh, account here. I think he should be removed. I think he should be removed. When he is labelling, smearing, lying about his his citizens who are worried that they are going to be able not be able to feed themselves because of his £12.50 a day. Mm -hmm. right? And, and one of the other people on the panel, actually, made a very valid point because Sadiq Khan compared compared the ULEVs to the smoking ban, right? He turned around and said, you know, people didn't want the smoking ban, but but the smoking ban happened, right? The other, mem or the other member of the London Assembly turned around and said, this isn't like the smoking ban, Sadiq, because with the smoking ban, you're not allowed to smoke anymore. What you're saying to them is, you're not allowed to drive anymore unless, unless you give me £12.50 a day. Then you can do that. So it'd be the same as saying you're not allowed to smoke in the pub unless you give me £12.50. And then you can smoke in the pub. So, this so, is nothing but filling the hole for the TFL mess that Sadiq Khan has made by running exactly. it into the ground. If, if you can pay your way out of it, right, then there isn't an actual problem in the first place. Well, well. It's like cap and trade when it comes to carbon credits. If you can pay your way out of it... Carbon offsetting, baby! If you can pay your way out of it, then there's not an actual problem. It's just no. another tax. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I've always thought about starting a carbon offsetting business because it's the biggest scam in the world. Oh, it is the biggest scam in the world. It's not even a Ponzi scheme. It's just an out-and-out -out scam. It really it's a scam, is. yeah. Yeah. It's a scam. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know... Pardon me. I was going to say something about that clip. That clown can. Um, on, this is the guy 
who uses a what five liter V eight Land uh, Range Rover to take his yes, dogs for a walk. Does. Yes, he does. To go anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. And probably more than one as well, because he'll have security detail traveling in another. Right? Yeah. He, this is this is the, the biggest hypocrite. And, and one of the London Assembly, well, one of the London citizens at the London Assembly turned around to him and said, well, what are you, you going to do, right? Because, or what's going to happen to me? Because at the end of the day, I can't afford a car that's exempt from the ULEZ, and the car that I do have is not... Uh, is, is not valid under your trading scheme. So what am I meant to do? They don't have an answer for them. No. Basically, no. he's saying starve and die. It's not interesting. That's what he's saying. Wait, right. Oh, there's a couple of things here that... From Judici, it's your lucky day. Keep going, guys. Cheers, Joey C. Thank we, you, Joey C. We love you. We do. We love you indeed. Right. And any donations uh, that do come in during tonight's show are going towards helping me eat next week whilst I am making videos for the next channel. So uh, I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, in fact, I will be doing a live music show tomorrow night over on the channel, uh, other channel, just for uh, just for uh, making you happy and uh, maybe maybe earning a little bit of uh, food money. So anyway, well. singing for Miss Upper, shall we say? As I was saying. What was I saying before saying I was Khan. quite beautifully interrupted? Sadiq, Sadiq Khan. Yeah, I think I've finished with him now, to be fair. I, I think we've all finished with him. And yeah. I really do think London should be finished with him. And I don't think voting him out is good enough. The second he turned around and he smeared basically poor people in London, called them all far-right vaccine-denying COVID deniers, I think that's it. You're done. You're done. You need to. You, yeah, he, he should to be. He gra- should be. He needs to leave gracefully or be removed. Is he, all right. So this is the problem. This is the problem because mm-hmm. he's probably never going to get voted out. Yeah. Yeah. Because of, I, not because of what he stands for or who he is, but because of what he is. Yeah. Yeah. And that, no, you... that's the, that is what's going to bring down this country. And do, do you know what? You're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's all along racial lines, isn't it? Because people have been cowed so much to think that anybody who's not a white British male is in some kind of protected class. And if you do anything to slight them in any way, shape or form, you must be a racist. And the thing is, people are being programmed, especially through universities and through the media, to believe this nonsense. And it is nonsense, right? Because if people do bad things, it doesn't matter what the colour of their skin is. If, if a white person did what Sadiq Khan did today, I'd be saying exactly the same about them. Right? It, I don't care about his race. I don't care about his religion. I don't care about any of this. I care about the actions that he took. And the actions that he took today were to call Londoners far right, COVID denying, vaccine deniers, because they are scared, because he is unnecessarily, and I would say illegally, taxing them £12.50 a day just to drive their car. These are just labels, aren't they? They're just convenient labels to put on people to to try and make the public go against them. It's like the HMRC when they label people as tax avoiders. Yeah. You know what? See if someone's avoiding tax. Mm-hmm. Leave them the fuck alone, because they're not doing anything illegal. Yeah, if they're, if they're legally avoiding tax, leave them alone. 
Yeah. Right. If you are illegally avoiding tax, it's not called tax avoidance. It's called tax evasion. Do you know what? I think that everybody should be a tax evader. Everybody I should think, be a tax avoider at the very least. Yeah, at the very least. I think taxation is theft. I do. Taxation I, I, is I, I, theft. Yeah. And, and it's and like that is, these things, and, and Black Gary comes into this because I get very conflicted when I see people talking about Black Gary, right? Very conflicted when they say things like pay your tax. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay, yes. And no, <laughs> because and Zahawi, it's all fucking theft. Tax yeah, is it, all theft. I yeah, mean, if I mean, I'm going to pay it, they should have to pay it. Fair enough. But if I could avoid paying it, I would. Trust me, I, I would, would say, in my personal opinion, HMRC are the biggest criminal gang in the country. Remember, people, remember this tax, <laughs> income tax, was brought in to pay for the Napoleonic Wars. Right, we've paid for that now, haven't we? Just yes, about. we have. We finished them. I think we finished paying for it in what? Well, actually, it was repealed about six or seven years after it was brought in, because we'd finished and, uh, paying briefly, for them, right? Briefly, and then the year later, it was brought back in. For what I don't know, but the fucking because thought, people were so used. Yeah, to you just it. keep paying it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, just, you, you, you it's, it's literally they are taking money off you and doing fuck all for you because they're giving and the money away. Being... They're spunking it away in fucking ammunition in Ukraine. They're giving mm-hmm. it to Zelensky, who owns something like fifteen freaking houses, right? Yeah, whose wife can afford to go on. Shopping sprees for Christmas. Quarter and, of a million and, in four hours. Yeah, quarter of a million in four hours. Fuck's sake. Yep. In one shot. she thinks she is? Brewster? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a good film, Brewster's Millions. Mm-hmm. I'd say it was one of Richard Pryor's best, actually. Um, in fact, but, but, if I remember correctly, Jamie Lee Curtis got her narcs out in that movie. I think she did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, she did. I, think she did do you know what and the thing is what people don't seem to understand is that one that one little bulk of cash that you've earned right so you've earned money and you're not just taxed on it once right <laughs> you are taxed on it every single time you make a purchase <laughs> once you are taxed <laughs> you are taxed on it when you when you make that money <laughs> you are you are taxed on it every which way possible and people oh you only lose x amount of percentage in tax no you don't well let's take your, when you right if you take away take your wage and take 33 percent off it straight away because that's yeah. the tax on national insurance. So you've now got 67% of what you've earned, right? right. So, but you, you don't. But you don't, because the end, when you buy something, you're going to lose 20%, 20% of that. And 20% of 20%. everything you purchase straight away is... is, is if you well, buy fuel, you're going to lose something like 87%, 87 pence in every pound is fucking tax. Yeah, and I mean, you're going to get another fuel 12 costs nothing. Later. Fuel is cheap, right? It's cheap in America as well. They and, might when it goes cheap, over $3 a gallon. I mean, you go to Saudi Arabia and you see how much it costs to... Well, fucking Andrew Tate will tell you how much it costs to fill up his baguette, right? But yeah. fuel is cheap. It's the tax mm-hmm. that costs you the money, not the fuel. Yeah, cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I want my dosh back as well, Cellini. Uh, you, you just get taxed every which way. And you will probably lose, I would say, roughly 60% of that money in tax. 
At least. Oh, yeah. uh, at, at least. Um, and, and, and then, then if I'm you t- die, you'll lose some of it. <sighs> yep. And if that's you buy why, a house, you'll lose some of it. <laughs> that's that's why, if you know you're going to croak it, the best thing to do is start signing things over about two weeks before you go. No, Just no, no, that's too late. signing it over. Well, you, if you're going to gift stuff, it's got to be seven years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, they're not fucking See, I, daft. I, they're not daft, I, mate. I'll tell you a story. Um, so a couple of a couple of a couple of friends of mine, their family lived in Florida for a while until the hurricane about what fifteen years ago ripped apart their business, right? Yeah. And they had to come back, and and to this day they had debt collectors chasing them uh, from all over the world, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they did was they started signing all of their stuff over into their sons' names. Yeah, why not? So uh, their sons own the houses and everything. Oh, why wouldn't you? You know what? Yeah. If you've not got any money, you can't fucking pay it. Well, well, exactly, and it wasn't their fault that their businesses got destroyed in the first place. So, hey, you know, that... same boat, same boat. Yeah. I mean, I... it wasn't a hurricane when... though; it was a fucking government that destroyed mine. Well, I was going to say when Hamza eventually becomes first minister, because we all know that's what's going to happen, right? So, when Hamza becomes first minister, are you going to start appealing to him and going, "Hey, no. you bastard"? I'll do well. I'll do exactly what I did with Nicholas Sturgeon. I'll probably lose my account again for freaking harassing him. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would suggest caution. And also, if we're going to do that sort of thing, then why don't I fly to Scotland and we'll do an old? Uh, remember when I used to go and uh, shout at people at the old centres? Yeah. I don't mind going to Holyrood. Holyrood. <laughs> Holyrood. Well, Holyrood. I don't mind going to Holyrood with a camera. <laughs> yeah, and shooting it safe. Yeah, we'll a little get bit of resurgence. Yeah, we'll get lifted. Right, anyway. Let's, let's, let's consult the chat about that one. If you would like to see me and John go out in the style of my old centre videos with a couple of cameras and start uh, having trying to have words with uh, uh, members of Scottish Parliament, let us know. Give us a like on the video and yeah. let us know in the chat. Right, um, Ash Sarker. Oh my god, what has that communist done? Said something I agreed with. Get out! <laughs> I know! Well, it was about the book incident in Wakeford. Yep. She's on same side as I am. He, he, she, she, she. 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 Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. She, she, her. Yeah, she, her. <laughs> yeah, same side as I am. <laughs> said, said more or less exactly the same thing. Outrageous. Do you know that's it's a fucking you know, book. But do you know that's do you know what makes that story even worse? Because I found out something else that we didn't actually mention. Oh. You know the, the boy that scuffed the Quran? Right. What he owned the Quran. Oh fucking hell. It was his property. <sighs> I'm getting one. Fuck it. It I'm was get, his I'm, own property. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting, one, I'm getting one, and I'm going to put it on the wall, and I'm going to ritually greet it every morning. So, <laughs> what it happened? What happened was he brought it into school that day because he he lost the Call of Duty bet. I will I put will, that down, John. I will ritually greet it every morning with a stroke from my friend. Okay, now put that put that down. But yeah, he um, 
he brought it into school that day because he lost a bet on Call of Duty with his friends and they said if you lose or whoever loses has to bring a Quran into school. So he bought it off Amazon. It was it he got it out of his bag. It was knocked off the table. It got scuffed. It was all an accident. There was no malice involved. It was his own property. You can do what you like to any book that you own. There's no law against it. You can do what you like country. to any book. No, no. You can yeah, do I what mean, you, you know like what I mean. to any book that you own. Well, of course you can. It's his bloody property. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can do what you like. There's and no yeah, him Britain. and his friends, not just him, but him and his friends, have all been suspended. It's not a bad size knife, look. It's not a bad size knife. It's bigger than... So, John, know, was it? John. Yeah. This, this, this not a knife, right? This is a knife. That's not a knife. I don't know what you're seeing, but this is definitely a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> um, oh, um, God, here we go. That's not to, a knife. Go this is it. a knife. That's a pair of scissors. Fucking <laughs> like Edward. Don't know where it is. <laughs> anyway. Um, Right, um, where are we? So, yeah, Ash Sarkar, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll see. I'll see your knife. And I'll, um, I, I'll, I'll spin you. <laughs> You called out a spoon. <laughs> Genuine police issue. Oh, see the dents on it where it's struck things? That's why I've got a whole patch. <laughs> right, um, anyway, back to... Um, Oh, uh, back, to, back to the little co literal communist Ash Starkine. You would you agree with her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's not there's nothing more to say. I mean, I I agree with her. So there you go. Uh, right, let's move on to hand in the cock. Uh, well, what you mean in the Isabel Okashot res Revelations, revelations that keep coming out. They're being drip fed. Right, they, and I think they're going to be drip fed for weeks because they've got a hundred thousand WhatsApp messages there. Right, so the first one about Boris mm -hmm. talking to Hancock, saying, uh, you know, it seems to me that an 80-year-old would rather die than, um, you know, see not see his family and all that shit. Yeah. Right? That was out at the time. Yeah, I believe it was. And I believe it many was, others because were. I tweeted about it. I can't show you it because I... Don't have access to that account anymore, Elon. Sort it out, Elon. But yeah, that tweet was out at the time, right? And then you get annoying people like Julia Hartley Brewer, right? Going on about it. And it's like, well, why did you ignore it at the time, Brewer? Huh? Look, why did you ignore it at the time? I think Brew is another example of at oh, least somewhat controlled opposition. Mark 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 Changizi is really beginning getting into these people, and I, I'm 100 percent behind them. 
right? Do you know what? Mark Changuizi has been retweeting my stuff as well. He's oh, been having a great, he, he great is, time. He is, he is freaking on it because he's not giving them any quarter. Good. Because you cannot, you cannot be all in, right? And then come back and say, well, I only went along with the crowd. No. No, you can't fucking say you only went along with the crowd. If you went along with the crowd, you were wrong. And what you have to say is sorry. Well, yeah, and, and okay, right. So I kind of want to address this because lots of people are turning around and saying, you know, this is being released as part of controlled opposition and stuff like that. And that that is a prevailing narrative I see going along on Twitter. They're saying it's nothing burger. It's, you know, and to an extent, they're probably right because all of this stuff we knew, right? And we knew this all to be fact anyway. None of, none of anything that's been released hasn't been seen before. Well, if, if it hasn't that's been seen... That's the thing that gets me. I've seen it all before. Right? But but okay, but 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 the point I'm making here is this. Okay. What you have to understand here is I said in our group chat, didn't I? I said we have to hold our heads high because mm-hmm. if anything, it proves that those of us that looked at data, that looked at all of this and made our conclusions and got absolutely castigated for those conclusions, John, many others, uh, myself, but we were right. And we were right to hold those opinions. And do you know what? And I'm going to say this, and I know you said don't talk about me so much, right? And 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 stuff like that. But I want to say this because I did have a little tear up when this stuff came out. Because what people don't seem to understand is, look how much John's lost, right? Look how much I've lost. Look how much so many in this country have lost. And for what? And for and then look at what we've lost for holding that position as well. And we were right, and we were right mm-hmm. to hold that position. Yeah. And to and so there it is. There's a little bit of vindication. Where I don't care about the. I, I don't trust Isabel Okashot's um, motives. <sighs> I don't trust her at all. But Why what I will you? say is, in the eyes of the normal people, if they look at this and still try to deny that we were right, then they've lost it. They've absolutely lost it. You're right. You showed me a video the other day about Isabel Lokashot, remember? Somebody Which asked her one? a question. Yeah, that was And yesterday. she just point blank never answered the question. Yeah, um, and this is Pardon why I don't, I, I don't quite trust her motives. but Because she's had hold of these messages for a year. Um, she could have released them at any point. She could have not ghostwritten his book. And completely, you know, release them. I thought she was making money on that. It turns out she actually did the writing portion of it. I don't know if she's getting royalties, but she did the writing portion of that book for free. Um, she took no, she took no money to write his book because she knew she was going to throw him under the bus. I don't know, I don't know, but she took no money to write his book. Um, has she accused them of and- sexual impropriety? She's she's she hasn't directly accused him of that, but she has said that some of his behaviours have been inappropriate at times. I don't know what that Hold means. On. She hasn't alluded to what that means. Hold on. Can I just take you back in time a little bit? And you'll remember this. Do you right. remember when he was getting interviewed once? And he was standing beside a woman. <laughs> <laughs> It was so fucking inappropriate. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Talking about, I mean, 
you know what? I'm not. I was never a believer in social distancing, but there is a thing called personal space. Do you know what? And it's usually bigger than this. So social social distancing was. Well, it's an oxymoron, isn't it? Because yeah, there's nothing social about is. distancing. Of course that is. But, uh, but but social distancing. I believe the six foot rule was created by a fourteen year old girl in a school it, it project. It was made up for us. High school science project. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was not actually. There was nothing behind it. There was no reality behind it. There was no science behind it. Because uh, <laughs> remember, ladies and gentlemen, right? You weren't safe to buy alcohol in a pub unless you bought a scotch egg. <laughs> then you were safe to buy alcohol in a pub. Who the fuck? I mean. I've got to take my hat off. I want to know who it was that actually came up with the idea. Well, is this Scotch egg a substantial... Because the, the wording is substantial meal, right? Mm. And and the question was obviously, is a Scotch egg a substantial meal? Who <laughs> the you weren't you, but you weren't safe to buy alcohol unless you bought a meal, John. Yeah, right? and you weren't safe to you weren't safe to take your mask off and drink it unless you were sitting down. Yeah, and, and, and do you know what? Even the second you stood up and went to the toilet, you was unsafe again, John. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous! I get flung out of a restaurant. And people I get refused entry to a restaurant in France because I wouldn't put a mask on to walk three steps to a table. Well, I could have taken the mask off, but I just wasn't going to do it. I'm saying, so no, when, I'm not doing it. When, when Barry and Susan went to uh, went to Disneyland, uh, yeah. Barry and Susan had wristbands, didn't they? Yeah. And those wristbands had Barry and Susan walking like, around and riding everything with free faces. It was like, um, what's his name's? Uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I got gold, a golden, golden ticket. ticket. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we was walking around just, just with, our, with our bracelets and uh, even staff were, were, were commenting and going, you oh, have the bracelet of power. Ticket. You have the bracelet of power. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I have the bracelet of power. But the the thing is, that's what they were calling it because they knew it was bloody ridiculous. Well, they all knew it was a load of shite. Everybody, anybody with any modicum of common sense knew the whole thing was ridiculous. And yet, now you can say it. But if you said that two years ago... That was it. Oof, you so, are a, you are the denier. You are the denier. Fr- you are out. Me and my out. friend Ollie, me, this, this was the best one, right? And I've got a video of this somewhere. I've got a video of this, right? Me and my friend Ollie were, were at Disneyland and uh, we wanted to go over to the statue of Mickey Mouse out the front because Ollie wanted to take a picture, yeah? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there's a big, wide, uh-huh. open space out of the front. Uh-huh. And there were some barriers there, yeah, and Ollie yeah. just turns around to the guy and goes, "I just want to quickly go over there and get a picture." And uh, the guy goes, oh, "You cannot go over there because the uh, the COVID is over there." <laughs> <laughs> and Ollie just looks at him and goes, "In this video, the, the COVID's over there." <laughs> the COVID is over there. The COVID. <laughs> but this is this is not, this is what people. Where they went with their well, minds. Here's a question for you, right? 
what's going on right now in the UK in pharmacies? They're still queuing. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not that. It's they're all still wearing masks behind uh, the counter. No, my my pharmacy have stopped that. Oh, they're still doing it here. Uh, do, do you know what? Also, why are my they pharmacy, doing this? My pharmacy has removed all of the signs that say you you should wear one. They've removed all of the signs asking for a limited number of people in the shop. Ultimately. As far as they're concerned, they're open as normal and you can just walk in. Anyone can just walk in. But they it's don't, they the queue. people who are creating the queues. Well, just right by them. Anyway, well, that, that's what I used to do at the post office. People would be standing outside and I'd, I would look in and there'd be like one person inside and I'd go, there's nobody going in. And they'd be like, ah, eh, eh, nah, ah, ah, ah. well, they'd be like, ah, ah, and I'd be like, there's nobody going in. I'm going in there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best ones for me were like Tesco's and Morrison's and Asda, and there'd be massive queues to get in the supermarket. And I'd be on my mobility scooter, and I'd just ride past it all like this. I'd give them the biggest shit-eating grin I could muster <laughs> and just roll straight into the shop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people won't kick off a fuss, and I'd be like, why are you standing there like cattle? Go in the shop if you want to shop. <laughs> I, I just, well, it was crazy. One way systems. Stand on the sticker. Stand, no, Disney, it was stand between the stickers, wasn't it? They oh, had them dear. giant stickers oh. on the floor, and it was do not stand on the sticker. Oh, oh God. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely ludicrous. Do you know what? One of the best ones as well. In the UK theme parks, you had to wear the muzzle on the roller coasters, on the big outdoor roller coasters. Where's the muzzle? Why? You could have it off when you were going around a corner and say it blew away. But the people did it all. I mean, I was once in the in the shopping centre in town and I was casually strolling up the right-hand side in a massive, massive open space. I was casually... Security cards started screaming at me. You need to walk on the left. You need to walk on the left. Why do I need to walk on the left? You might get the coof. You might get the coof if you walk on the right. It's airborne, you tits. One-way systems will do... Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh right. Jesus. Where are we? Jesus Christ. Oh. There was the <laughs> other one, the other message, the the the, the actual one message that I hadn't seen before. Mm. The one about Hancock shutting down the schools in England because he didn't want to upset Sturgeon. No, it wasn't that he shut down the schools in England because he didn't want to shut down. Oh, no, they wore masks. He made them wear masks. Yeah. What was all that? Were... I mean, why, why the fuck would you... <laughs> why would you base scientific policy, <laughs> scientific medical policy, on whether it was going to upstate... Up, upstate, upset, upset the first minister or not. And, and I mean, we've got the chief, the chief medical officer himself in that conversation going, man, there's no real reason to do it. 
There's no real reason to do it. Uh, and, and let's just not have an argument because Scottish pe- people are doing it and we don't want to We don't want to upset them. Yeah, and, and I we, mean, said, we said at the time, we said at the time, that Sturgeon just putting it in first so that Boris will follow her. And he did. And also... Because she's a I, fucking... I, she's fly like that, you know? I she's believe ginger, it was under... Ginger curmudgeon. And there was an age limit to, to muzzling. Right, there was an age limit to muzzling, mm-hmm. and why, if you were like, let's say it was fifteen, I can't remember the age limit, but let's say it was fifteen, and why, if 11? you were, well, no, I think it was a bit older than that. Here. No, I think it was eleven. Anyway, but but, but but still, the the point of the matter is, okay, let's say if you're ten years, three hundred and sixty four days old, yeah. you don't have to wear it. Yeah, but the very next day, what's changed? Death. Death has come to visit. What 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 has changed scientifically? Death. Have you never seen Logan's Run? 29, 29, 364 days old, and you're fine. Thirty, you will die. <laughs> I I just and what was the difference between an eleven year old and a forty year old? No, nothing. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> You know what I mean in 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 relation to this, in relation to the ability to transmit a respiratory virus. Sometimes I crack myself up. <laughs> but yeah, in 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 relation to the ability to transmit a respiratory virus, what was the difference between an eleven-year-old and a forty-year-old? Nothing. So when they put an age limit on it, what they really said was it doesn't work. Well, we knew that. We knew that at the time. Yeah, well, of course we did. Of course we did. But you, you got castigated for saying it. I got absolutely nuked for saying it. You know, we've been a maligned attack called murderers, called this, that and the other. As a lefty, I've been called far right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been called far left and far right on the same day. Recently. Yeah. Recently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that guy that went out to Tesco's in his underpants and wheels. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was quite right. Right. Well, yeah, I would I would say he was quite right. And, and do you remember the guy that walked up Oxford Street with, with wearing nothing but masks on his arse and bollocks? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, he, he walked up. It said you had to wear a mask. So it didn't say you didn't specifically say where you had to wear a mask. So he wore nothing but masks as a thong and, and, and things like that. Oh, God. But he made a point, you know, he just said you've got to wear a mask. And it also didn't specify what type of mask that you had to wear. So if somebody wanted to go in dressed as Pennywise the Clown. No, it never specified. It just said face covering. Yeah, so anything. Yeah, anything was was okay. And and yet in Germany, they they specified N95s. And how did that go for them? (laughs) It went fucking swimmingly, didn't it? Yeah, just just asking, how did that go for them? <laughs> well, it didn't really work out. Then I had well, go, rate, go look at the data higher, and make your own conclusions. Higher death rate in Sweden. <laughs> yeah, I think cumulatively in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, virtually every nation had a higher cumulative death rate than Sweden. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but you know, Sweden bad. Remember that every time we we looked to Sweden as Sweden the litmus test, we were just told Sweden bad. Sweden's a war zone. Sweden's Sweden's a massive death trap. Everyone would tell us, just wait two weeks. Yeah. My God, the amount of times I got told to just wait. I two wonder. Weeks. 
I, I actually wonder if there are people out there still washing their shopping. <laughs> when I was in, I was in Tesco, you know, I briefly stepped into Tesco's earlier on today to spend yeah. the last £29 I had to the, in the world, right? Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I was in there and I counted nine people covering their faces today. And I think after these revelations, either they haven't seen them, or like I said, if people look at what's been released and think that any any of what we did was was scientifically, you know, accurate, proportionate, or whatever, however you want to frame it, if anybody's looking at that and saying that this is good, I mean, we've still got the WhatsApps, haven't we? And these were released years ago as well, and I'm, I imagine that within within the hundred thousand from like the business consortiums who who are saying, look. Despite the fact there's no evidence for this, people will have more confidence going back into shops if you mandate masks on them. Yeah. That's yeah. why they did it in this country. Yeah, consumer and was, confidence. And there was no evidence to suggest it would work. Well, in the original document sent to like restaurants and pubs and things like that, there was a very clear paragraph that said the efficacy of face masks is non-existent. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, no. He said they said they don't work, and this was from the government. And then when the business consortiums asked for it, magically they re-released that guidance and simply deleted that paragraph. They didn't. They didn't replace it with anything. To say like, oh look, there is evidence these work. They no, just they deleted just it. Deleted. Just yeah. scrubbed it mm-hmm. and rewrit history. And, and like I said, all we ever did was look at the evidence, look at the facts, look at the data, and this is what any rational person did. And yep. I, I don't know. Like, like I said, I had a little cry. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna take any bones about that because I think a lot of people did. Okay. Right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I would like to talk about an existential crisis I had this morning. I was lying in bed, not being able to sleep, and I thought, <gasps> I know what the cause is. It's my reading list when I was a child. Because I remember reading things like The Bobsy Twins, White, The Hardy Boys, White, The Nancy Drew Mysteries, White, The Secret Seven, White, you know The, the Hardy Famous Boys Five, totally White. <laughs> okay, so you know The Hardy Boys are totally gay, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's wrong with it that? Was- no, no, I'm just, I'm just pointing that out. People don't seem to understand that. Okay, so what? Of it? But they were still white. Everybody yeah. was white. Everybody might even, even when I graduated to things like Sven Hassel, they were all well, white uh, as well. Also, I do think I need to, 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 to just point out that people always point out that there was no such thing as LGBT representation in in literature and things like that. The Hardy Boys. I, I thought, I thought, um. One of them in the Secret Seven was a bit dubious. And George was definitely a lesbian in Famous Five. Mm-hmm. She was a lesbo. Mm-hmm. So. Stick of the dump. White. <laughs> Dirty white, but white. <laughs> Off white. <laughs> Green chill. Generally, white. <laughs> Poirot. What? Poirot. White. Sherlock Holmes, white. I do, I do love those Basil Rathbone movies. So, so what you're trying to tell me is that, except for the very minuscule LGBT representation, yeah, uh, it was straight white characters. That you, yeah, 
Yeah, and you know what? It was strange because every time I stepped outside the door, it was always straight white people I saw. You lived in an ethno state, John. Well, I live in Scotland. No, you live in White Kanda. <laughs> White Kanda. White Kanda. White Kanda forever. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Some black guy, right? Some black guy made a video on TikTok. And TikTok to me is everything that is completely wrong with modern society and captured it 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 in an app, right? It's actually the it's actually the sort of Damocles that is there to destroy modern society. Yeah, I just hate it, right? I hate it. But anyway, mm-hmm. this guy made a video on TikTok and obviously post it because they, they do, they post it on Twitter. Right, mm-hmm. and it was a black guy going on about, and he made some really freaking good points, right? Right, because he went, you know, he says black people weren't slaves. Because you think about it, why would you go to Africa, load a boat up, right, with people of untested quality, right? Uh-huh ship them across the Atlantic Ocean to America, right? Mm. Lose 60 to 80% of them to disease on the way, right? Mm-hmm. When there's already an ethnic population there. He says black people were already in America before the white I'm people. I'm not going came. down these roads. I'm just saying, he makes a good point though, because why would you do that? Why would you take a product, right? In this case, slaves, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this because this is, it's an illustration. I'm not condoning or or saying it's a good thing, but why would you take a product where you're going to lose sixty to eight percent of it between picking it up and dropping it off at the point of sale? Okay, well, I see the point. It's just really not something I and when I, there's already there is an ethnic population there that you could use. But do you know what the idea of slavery actually rolled about because of Irish indentured servitude, right? Irish hold people. On, uh, hold on, if anyone to this day thinks that slavery doesn't exist anymore, they're often not. Well, because I mean, slavery in the form that it took in America. Well, what do you mean took in America? It took it takes it anywhere. Slavery yeah, still exists in any form that you like just now, right? Everywhere. Mm-hmm. There are still people treated and used as slaves in the Middle East. Yeah, very much so. Right? And Africa. Especially black people. Those black people got black slaves in Africa. Yeah. They've got black slaves in, in the Middle East. Yeah. Especially right. in Libya. There are people... There are people in Western society who have people that are effectively slaves. Mm-hmm. They call governments. Yeah, exactly. Because let's face it, you're only one wage away from not eating, so yeah. you are a slave. Yeah, you're you're a wage slave at the very least. Well, you're um, not just a wage slave; you're a slave to government. Because even if you're not getting paid, you still. You still rely. You rely on them. You're not. You you don't mm-hmm. earn a wage off government, but, but you rely on them to uh, to exist. 
you're at, a slave at to government. Time, yeah, at this moment in time. Yeah. yeah. Because if you were yeah. a free man, you would be creating your own food and you mm -hmm. would be choosing your own path and you can't do either. Well, not many people can, John. Exactly. Exactly my point. We're all mm. freaking slaves. Yeah, we are. We're all uh, beholden to the governments that enslave us. All that happened was, uh, ever since the sort of slave trade, all that happened was the people at the top changed what the change looked like. Yeah. That's what they did, mm -hmm. right? They just changed what the ch change, change looked like. And I mean, things like your smartphone are a big, big, big problem. And, and, and once again, that makes us hypocrites, right? Yeah. Because obviously we all, we all use it, but... It is. It is. It's like a drug. It's like a dopamine hit that gets us addicted, and then it, it ultimately, you know, people people end their lives because of bullying on social media. Now, all they have to do to stop that bullying on social media is like delete their account. I know. It's like this morning, I was round at the other unit and I left my smartphone there. Yeah. I came back here. I didn't have my smartphone. Did I, and I how did you feel? I felt fine. Okay. Well, I knew where I'd left it, right? If I'd lost yeah. it, it might have been a. I might have been pissed off if I'd lost it, right? Not from the point yeah. of view that I couldn't use it, but from the point of view it cost me a freaking lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I knew where it was, so I didn't have to rush around to get it. In fact, that I left it there for four hours. Okay. Because I'm not beholden to it. And you know that anyway, because half the time I, you do message me in social media and you'll get a reply like a day later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I do use my, I, I do use my devices quite a lot, but I can, I can also spend a day without them, and you know as well, because you'll message me sometimes, and I won't message you till like very late or the next morning. Yeah, and that's because I've got other things to do, and I've got other people to see, and I've got, oh, and you know, a, a bit of a real life. Here's a tip. Don't bother phoning me after 10 because it goes no. on to silent. It, my, my phone is on silent all of the time. All right. Yeah, but it goes on to do not disturb, so I don't even see notifications. Mm. Well, my phone is constantly on silent because, quite frankly, I don't want to spend all day on it. And if, if you know, if my Twitter goes back to the sort of interactions that it had before, I don't know if it ever will, but if it did, then it would be going off every 30 seconds and I'd be having to look at it. I, I don't want that. <laughs> I, don't you know? turn, I don't turn notifications on for anything. I choose if I want to look at something or not. Artifacts in reality he's ben, says Ben's flexing on us. I haven't seen him for ages. I wondered where he'd gone. I thought he might have left us. <laughs> Having a life flow. But you know what? There, there are things I like to do, you know, when I can afford it or when somebody graciously treats me to it. I like to travel. I mm. do. I like to travel. And I like to experience the travel that I'm doing. Um, not through a phone screen. Because when I go to places, when I go to theme parks, when I go to resorts, when I go and do the things I like to do, so many people spend their entire day like this while they're walking around. Just like this. You're at this this wonderful place that's there to entertain you. It's designed to grab your attention and entertain you and, yeah. and immerse you into that situation. And you're doing this the whole time. I I actually prefer taking a proper camera, right? Yeah, well, I'm taking this because DSLR with me. See, when you take a proper camera, mm -hmm. first of all, for some reason, well, maybe it's just me because I'm old and I used to shoot film, okay? Yeah. First of all, you you look at 
the composition and you make sure it's a good composition rather than just taking fucking click 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 right okay so oh, yeah. you, one you make you compose things better yeah two you take your time about making the picture or video right yeah and three you don't use it all the time because it's that fucking big and bulky that sometimes you just leave it behind well exactly and and sometimes if you're like i want to do a static shot with it i'm uh, on the back of the scooter i've got a tripod and you know you're going to get the tripod out you're going to set up the tripod you're going to put it on the tripod you're going to make sure that it's nice and steady for that bit of footage or for that and it's the sort of thing yeah i've got a gimbal for my phone but also i will say in my phone i've started using the pro modes when it comes to the cameras so that i can sort of do the compositions and stuff like that but um but you're right these dslrs they they are they are wonderful bits of kit and they make you less likely to be staring at your phone all day. So uh, Dread Eye says we always take a proper camera out with us. Well, exactly. And I, I, I'm glad. But it does make me sad. It makes me very, very sad when I go to all these wonderful places when I can. And all I see are the people that are there that should be uh, amazed, enamored by like the theming and the rides and, and whatever if we're in a theme park. They're just staring down into their phone. It's like um, it's like I was watching I was watching a bit of the practice for the Formula One today, right? And the camera panned round to the paddock club, which is above the people that pay extra to get in above the yeah. pits, so they can look down on the pits. And they panned round and showed us all these people lining the the wall, yeah. looking down into the pit, and all you could see were phones. You couldn't see people. Yeah. All you could see were people holding phones, filming what was going on. And it's like, you know, just laugh for the moment. Because you know what? See if it's in here. Same with the Jake Paul Tommy Fury boxing match. When you were looking up at the crowd, all you could see were the phones up. Yeah. Uh, right? and it's like, they're not watching the that? fight. They're but not watching the fight. They're watching it through their phone screen. And what's the point? Because... Because you can go and watch it off YouTube or whatever anytime you want. Mm. you know and I, I when i go to a show for example because i do like going to musicals and i like going to shows and i like doing all this stuff i always did like doing all this kind of stuff mm. I, I like to watch the show that i've gone to or that i might have paid to go to right i don't want to sit there going and looking at the stage in front of me through my screen i, I want to actually experience it, it but so many people don't yeah. It pisses me off a bit when you go to the cinema these days and people are playing with their phones all through the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will be on my phone at the cinema until the trailers start, then it goes away. Okay. That's acceptable. So, yeah. When the trailers start, when the crappy adverts, like the Audi adverts or whatever... Yeah, start, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not interested in adverts, but once the trailers start, everything should go away. Yeah, phone goes away. If it's I, not come back out. I would go as far as to say cinemas should install phone killers. Oh. I think the should. Our cinema is quite annoying because if you go into screen one or two, which are the biggest screens, you can only get four G. But if you go like five, six, seven, or eight, you can you can get five G. Yeah, why you can't would get you even bother? Why would you know that? Because I've watched movies in all of them. Yeah, but so I I, I would I would if you could install phone calls. Mm, fair enough. I don't know I mean, what that's... it is. What is it with Morrison's? Every time you go into Morrison's, the phone signal always seems to die. I don't know, but also, what is it with Morrison's supermarkets and having underground car parks? No, not up here. Yeah, down here, 
underground car parks. Okay. And like for for our Morrisons, they didn't want to build an underground car park. So what they did was they put the entire fucking shop on stilts and put the car park underneath it. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. I'll go there tomorrow. I'll send you a we, picture. We can't dig down, so we'll build up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there, you, there you go. There you go, mate. Yep, right. they put the whole shop on stilts. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of things left I was wanting to address. We've got we've got 25 minutes. we got time. Right, so this one's a bit, a bit bleak. But we've been so happy clappy. Do you want me to leave it out then? Well, the, the, go on. Let's 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 just. This is it. the thing called black transplantation. What? Right. So, what Rachel Dolezal? No, no. This is this is nothing to do with rate rate. It's nothing to do with race. Okay. Right. So, black transplantation is yeah. And and this, you know, full disclosure. I do not, I cannot condone this, right? I don't know if it's true or not. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole last night, okay? He couldn't sleep. Yeah. And, and I found this, and apparently there's loads of people reporting on it, okay? So apparently what's happening is a lot of the people that are injured in the Ukraine war yeah. are being sent across to Poland to be treated. Right. And they're disappearing. Right. And they're never coming back. Or if they are coming back, they've lost a kidney or a lung. This is allegedly. I I, I gave you full disclaimer at the start. Yep. Nothing can be confirmed here or not. I nope. told you it was a rabbit hole. It's a wild conspiracy theory and I'm just exploring it, right? Okay. Yep. So, and they're calling this black transplantation because what they what they are alleging is that people's organs are being being stolen and used in the West. What you mean, like in Chinese Communist Party prisons? No, no, like in America. No, what I'm saying is, they, in Chinese Communist oh, Party yeah. prisons. They oh do yeah, this. they do that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, that's and, verified, doesn't it? Yeah, so wealthy people that need need yeah. organs or need, need things like that, they just go and take them out of prisoners, or they go take them out of Uyghur Muslims. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying it's that's it's, and it's kind of. Imagine if you were a soldier and you'd like had a really badly injured, really bad injury, and you were sent across to Poland to get fixed, and they fixed your leg up, and when you came back, when you came to, you just lost a lung. <laughs> And you're like, I never get we shot in the sir, fucking chest. I didn't lose a lung. <laughs> we are sorry, sir. Your lung collapsed. It's like, what? That's nearly as bad as that anaesthetist. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's no, that's not the plot of Hostel. Yeah, is that the plot of Hostel? Oh, it's close. It's close. Yeah, isn't it? Stealing your oh. body parts. Are you all right? Plot. You've got very yellow eyes. Hey, me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've not been very well, John, for yeah, a very long time now. You look quite so, yellow uh, about the gills. Have you yeah, got no, jaundice? No? It, it's possible. I've not been out in the sun for a while. Well, you wouldn't get jaundice from not being out in the sun. You get jaundice from your liver shutting down from too much sugar. John, John, 
I'm sorry, but I I have to I have to drink this. No, you don't. You don't things, have things to. need to things need to remain large, John. Right. I tell you what. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go and grab another beer. Oh, for Christ's sake! There's 20 minutes left of the show, John. That's what I mean. There's 20 minutes left, and I'm out. Right. So it'll only take me two seconds. But I want you to start talking about runaway aristocrats, black rapists, and dead babies. Okay. Oh dear. You were he's, wrong. He's just made. Me... <laughs> he thinks I was wrong, but what actually happened was option two. Um, you can watch back the show. Um, but yeah, so the, the baby of Constance Martin and Mark Gordon, I think his name is, has been discovered in a, I believe, a wooded area in Brighton or between between Brighton and New Haven uh, here in East Sussex, not very far away at all. Like they were they were actually in Crowley Crown Court today or Crowley Magistrates Court. Uh, I was going to go up and sit in the public gallery, but I, I, I didn't have access to a car because it's only about a 35 minute drive from here. But um yeah, it's happened. Uh, the baby has been dead for several weeks, and now I don't know what they mean by that. Uh, but but yeah, that's that's the state of play. They found that the remains of the baby. It's been dead for what they say is several weeks, and they have been charged with manslaughter. Um, and their first court appearance, as I say, was today in Crowley uh, Magistrates court now did we get her uh, cause of death no no not yet they have not released that but uh john no i was not wrong right yeah I know. because i it was gave one of three your scenarios i know i know it I was know. option two what it was option two option two option two on the big list so i gave three options didn't i and one of them was that the baby was either stillborn or mm -hmm. had died or yeah. and uh looking at the now we don't know the dates and we don't know any of this but she first showed signs of pregnancy in september baby's been dead for quote unquote several weeks now was it a stillborn it could well have been with those days it's hard to tell because you one you never saw the baby's face in that picture so that nope. could have been anything it could that could have been a doll still right mm -hmm. secondly she could have been three or four months in September, mm -hmm. which would have put her nine months in what the end of January. Yeah, so it was if the baby been been dead for several weeks, it's within a week or two of being alive at that yeah. point. Yeah, so it's um, very difficult. It's very difficult, but I would I would hope that if, if the baby was born alive, uh, I would hope it was you know natural causes rather than foul play from the parents but so, well right so for them to be charged with manslaughter right yeah they've got to have done something to have caused its death but they they've not done the post-mortem yet so they wouldn't know that yeah so so how could they've they been charged with because they've been charged with gross negligence manslaughter so i'm guessing manslaughter by their negligence i'm I'm struggling to see where the evidence is here. Well, if there's no post-mortem, there is no evidence. Yeah, so I think it's a bit premature to be charging them with and, anything and, until and, you've got and the also, evidence. 
if the stillborn, stillborn scenario does come to pass, and I'm not saying it will, but in the in in, in the in in the in the chance that it does, then how could you be charged with manslaughter for a stillborn baby? You you can't, but you could be con well concealing a corpse, maybe concealment of pregnancy is a crime in Scotland. I don't know if it exists in England. I don't know, but, but she didn't really conceal the pregnancy, did she? No, she didn't. I, so, I think yeah, concealment I, I of think, the birth of a I child think, is a crime. I think you're, um, I think you're struggling to get anything really. Yeah, as uh, you're right, Adam, it's a bit of a trial by social media. To be fair, you but don't know most things. None of us. Days. None of us know what has happened here. Exactly. What we know, what we know is what we know, and what we know is what we have been told about the the quote unquote facts of the case. And they're all I will speak to. <clears throat> and obviously, I am speculating, mm -hmm. right? But I will, I, I will, I will put that in the speculation category. That's why when I gave a bunch of scenarios the other day, I said that that was my speculation based upon the evidence that was available to us. And, and one of my scenarios has come to pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, but. But trial by social media is absolutely right. There are so many people on there. I mean, the second that they announced that they found the baby, you should have seen some of the comments. It's like, they both need to swing, hang them, kill them, things like that. And it's like, you don't know what's happened here. This could be a tragic stillborn. I'm not saying it is, but what yeah, I'm but saying it be, is yeah. it could be. And People are way too quick to judge. Yeah. Way, and if it, Way, way too quick to judge. And if it was a stillborn, then everybody in that scenario is a victim. Everybody. The baby, the mother, the father, mm -hmm. the extended family. They're all victims in that scenario. Now, once again, I'm not saying that was the scenario that's occurred here. What I'm saying is, I don't know. But what I'm also saying is, nor does anybody else on Twitter. Yeah. Nobody knows. And they need to stop this madness. <clears throat> Yeah, but they won't. People won't because people like to get their nib in, don't they? Trudy said she fought stillborn. And, and do you know yeah. what? The dates would, would, if the dates are what the dates are, the dates would yeah. lend yeah, the to that being a possibility. They do. So we just we just don't know, is, is, is what I'm saying. And neither does anybody else on Twitter, and they need to shut the fuck up. And I say that with the greatest of respect. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're Neither right. do we. Anyway. Right, can we stop can we stop talking about let, that now? Let me tell you a story. I do like a story. Let's go back in time to November twenty nineteen. Yep. When a certain professor was arrested at Boston Airport. With some samples with some samples of biological material, mm -hmm. with his intern, who turned out to be a serving captain <laughs> in the CCP. <laughs> yep. Right. And their lab assistant, right? Yeah. Who were all booked on a flight to where? Wuhan. Wuhan. <laughs> So, and I mean, it's obvious where those samples were going. It would be the only level four bio lab in Wuhan, right? So it now, right? Yeah, well, yeah. So here's 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 the here's the things that's now coming out. There are apparently no level four bio labs in China. 
So what, Wuhan was just pretending to be one? Oh, Wuhan is a level three biolab. Right. Obama told them to get the stuff out of South Carolina, uh -huh. which was a level four biolab, because it was illegal to do gain-of-function research in the States. But so they the sent money and the materials to Wuhan, to go to which Wuhan. Was, was funded by the NIH and Fauci. Uh, yeah, and France, I believe, as well. Yeah, right. And apparently that's where the lab leak came from. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, once again, this is another thing you just couldn't talk about, you know, Everybody was going, hmm, a coronavirus has magically sprung up from Wuhan when, you know, right in the epicenter of all of this, there is a supposedly level four biolab. And what is that biolab studying back coronavirus? Oh, no, what didn't come from there? Yeah, and now, now the, 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 uh, the mass media are saying, yeah, it did come from there, aren't they? Do you know what? We need to start hashtag on Twitter. We need to get it trending. Hashtag we were right. Yeah, I know. Hashtag we were right. <sighs> because, John, guess what? I'm sick of being right. We are right more often than we're wrong. Yeah. I'm sick of it, to be honest. <laughs> I think, you know, some Stu Peter's level of sensationalism might be in order here. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Hydras! <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. How many times do we say it at the time? How many times have we told this story about the fucking Harvard professor and his CCP captain of being arrested how many times and and then remember and remember we gave an update as well because it didn't drop it he was he was going to, the last time we looked at it he was still being tried and was, had been in jail for six months so oh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. as if they just brushed it under the carpet yep do, do you know what i'm just <laughs> it's ridiculous i'm uh, just i i once again like i said I'm sitting here in a bellhop hat, right? uh -huh. and we've been trying to you know, make people laugh and entertain people. Well, I was talking about pretty serious things tonight. I'm sitting here in a bellhop hat, and this show is probably one of the most correct shows on the internet. And look at how we look. I'm, ju I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, ju I'm just saying. People, if, you, if you've enjoyed this, then please don't forget to leave a little like. We would really, really appreciate that. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to the channel. I, I hope we've earned that off of you, if you're not already subscribed. Um, and uh, the most important thing you can do right now is evangelize, and that means press that share button. doesn't matter if you're watching on YouTube. It doesn't matter if you're watching on Rumble. It doesn't matter if you're watching on Twitter hit that share button make sure people come to these shows we're live mondays and wednesdays at 2 p.m and then friday night like this it's a much more unstructured off the cuff version of the show which we like you to get involved in as well um uh and uh yeah yeah 
nine o'clock Friday nights. If you'd like to support us even further, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or indeed Kofi ko hyphen fi.com forward slash chasing descent. And I'm still undecided, but tomorrow night over on our second channel, The Swamp Adventures, I may well be singing for my French supper. So with that in mind, um, with that in mind, John. Have we reached the logical conclusion for tonight? Um, I think I may have covered all my talking points. Is there anything that you'd like to bring up? No, I think that I think it's been a, a lovely flowing. I think it's been good fun. I've, we've covered some hard stuff. We've covered some funny stuff. We've made them laugh. We've made them cry. We've uh, <laughs> we've brought them along a full emotional journey Tell to this point. Okay, and uh, before we go, right. Hmm. What? What? I mean, I think most of the audience is probably English, right? Yeah. What do they think of the shenanigans that are going on in Scotland right now? Have you seen the Kate Forbes thing? We think you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But have you seen the Kate Forbes thing? Um, Kate Forbes is probably an okayish candidate. Yeah, but have you seen the latest? What's the latest? That the Daily Record's political editor has exposed <laughs> what, what, as what is breaking that? news. So, breaking news, he exposes the fact that her husband went to a Tory party hosting. Right? And when's that in the audience? Yeah, yeah. But oh, really? Apparently, it was only for Tory party members. Now... Oh, but hold on. Who the fuck cares? No, I don't care. Yeah, but can be, why can be should why should your wife and what she votes for have anything to do with you and who you vote for? Well, the answer is John that it absolutely shouldn't. There is no other answer. Exactly. And, uh, if 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 we're to listen to what the Daily Record are trying to imply, then what they're implying is that they must be forced to not be individuals and or, vote the same or, way? Or because um, because her husband might be a Tory. Right? They can't be married? She, she shouldn't be running for leadership of the SNP. Who gives a fuck? Really? And, and, and this would this would this would um, indicate that there's a difference between government political parties? Is there? I think that there's a difference between human beings, John, and I think we're all individuals. I think we all have our individual minds, yeah. and I don't think that what we want to vote should be questioned or or should affect the lives of others. I think the Daily Record need to uh, shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's 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 all I'm going to say. You guys in Scotland are absolutely screwed. Yeah, I think so. And with that, John, uh, I'm going to when the show finishes, Vaughn, I'm going to go in the house and going to pick up the controller. And I'm going to see you all ten minutes after the show finishes. Team trash, John. So with that, I'd like to thank you, one and all, for attending this episode twenty-two. Yeah, week 22. Off. Friday Night Live, all in with John and Ben. It's been great. For you. you.
nation We live lives on a small screen nation We control the airwaves, no negotiation I refuse to think we need saving Something good will come from creation And when we think that the world is too anxious We'll adapt to all survive and save it up and now, yeah, make all the demons quiet, yeah, we were built to thrive, yeah, I think that we've all had enough, what keeps you up and now, yeah, make all the demons quiet, yeah, we were built to thrive, yeah.